0: now brought to you by guru energy drinks good energy smart organics All www.guruenergy.com coming to you live but not really live from gut check world headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove shaped state and gut check south command deep in the
1: belly button above the buckle of the bible belt it's the gut check podcast with your hosts ted cluck and zach bartles Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Kluck, joined as always by my good friend and business partner, Zachary Bartles. And and Zach, we were uh we were just chatting off the air about uh just some big business decisions that our that our company is facing. Um oh, here, don't
0: remind me, man. I gotta I got ulcer of plug over here over this stuff.
1: Yeah, dude, I know it, man. I know it. I'm just looking through like handsome leather attache at, <laughs> at you know, several pages of notes and thoughts and you know, Brainstorms about uh, about whether or not to re up with Guru Energy because we're we're reaching the end of our six month uh, sponsorship cycle with Guru. They have been uh, they have been just fabulous sponsors. And uh, through whether we go in a different direction as a company or we re up with Guru or some combination, I was combination. looking through
0: my I was looking through my uh, Moleskin journal, which okay. which is full of kind of like uh, not only sketches and things that I've made, yes yeah, sketches of and, like, cans of Guru. and reflections. Quotes, newspaper clippings of of kind of related yeah items, and you know, I've, like when you go and of... sit on a
1: hillside wistfully, and you just want to kind of record your thoughts in something, <laughs> you take the moleskin.
0: That's that's precisely it. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever try to be that guy?
1: No. I, I did, and it did didn't you? really work. Yeah. Can, can you, for me, can you suss out, like, just talk through what trying to be that guy looked like? Because I, I feel like that's going to be really helpful for me. It
0: people. means getting a, a moleskin uh, <laughs> journal. Um, now,
1: did you, did you, and I'm sorry to break in with so many questions, but I, I just, I want this to be as, as comprehensive as possible. Did you get the moleskin on your own, i.e., you went into a bookstore and kind of thumbed through the moleskins mm. and went, yes, that one. Yeah, That's exactly. One. Yeah,
0: Schuler books, okay. and they have uh, approximately
1: 649 different kinds. Types of moleskins, right? Yeah, the, and, the kind and I got the, the one that looked, looked,
0: looked kind of the most beaten up and like, yeah. like I'd been doing that
1: for a long time. Like it had been run over by a car, and like the edges of the paper had been cut with like a, a table knife, you know. <laughs> yeah, like I had made it out of like paper that I also had made. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah, like you pulped the, uh, you know, the, the, the wood and made the paper yourself.
0: I'm that kind of guy, yeah, and then I got some uh, some pens, although then afterward I had, like, pangs of regret because, you know, they're, they're like the Joe Thorne type guys who only use pencil and oh. swear by that and have, like, a roll... Dude, like, no, that's fascinating. Eventually, Just... I would have wanted to be one of these guys who had, like, a roll of pencils. Like, you unroll yeah. the thing, and it's like a fabric thing with, like, little spots. Oh, the spots. fabric
1: thing with the pencils. Yeah, all oh, lashed to it. I mean, imagine what that dude. would have meant to me. Yeah, that would have meant a ton to you. Is that what the Joe Thorne-type guys are using? I had no idea. I didn't know yeah. that was a thing.
0: Oh, dude, Joe Thorne on his uh, blog is now, like, he's he's let theology go to the wayside, and he's mostly talking about different, like, pencil lead weights and stuff and Well, chertles. it was about time.
1: <laughs> dude, you... <laughs> You know, a hipster is too affluent and and too out of touch with reality if if they're devoting like serious time to lead weights and <laughs> and, and that's become sort of the passion, don't you think? Don't you? That's going to become the six point, you know, on the tulip
0: at some point. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Like the 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 five points of Calvinism, and then you know what kind of flannel shirt and what model of Red Wing boots, and then what manner of pencil to use in your moleskin distressed <laughs> journal, right? <laughs>
0: And there will you know, be there will be all these like uh, together for the gospel breakout sessions about it, and tears yeah, will the be right shed. Right, moleskin
1: for you, you know. <laughs> now, baby, let's just to move us through the narrative. So, in the narrative, you have gone to Schuler's. Um, you've purchased your your perfect kind of distressed moleskin that kind of communicates what what it needs to communicate about you. You've gotten pens and, and just right. you
0: know to flesh it out a little visual. Of yeah. course, the moleskin that I got, which I still have. Yeah. Um, was one that had an elastic band that sort of lashes it, it the whole thing together. They don't all have that, but Dude, mine, of right. course, but you, did.
1: you got the lashed model, which I would expect nothing less. And
0: inside the back cover, of course, is the little kind of accordioning out yeah. pocket for something else to go in there.
1: You know The only thing that would have been better than that for you had been if you'd gotten a non-lashed model and then lashed <laughs> it on your own. <laughs> yes. Retrofitted it with some lashings.
0: There would have been some kind of Dutch, uh, you know, <laughs> financial... Yeah, like hey, I could get that
1: I could get that six inch piece of uh elastic cheaper at Michael's and Or just lashing. out of my
0: stash, you know? Out yeah.
1: of my lashing kits. Your notions, <laughs> as it were. Lashing <laughs> <laughs> <Latching laughs> notions. <laughs> Alright, baby. So you've you've purchased this moleskin and <laughs> and you decide that you're gonna be moleskin journal guy and you're gonna go have some like significant moments on the hillside with your journal
0: not even uh, that though no I wasn't gonna be like like ponytail you know ride my recumbent bike up to a beautiful <laughs> view and and yeah. you know it was it was gonna be more like the the guy always kind of pulling it out in the coffee shop or wherever I am and like yeah
1: like hey like I just had an idea I had an interesting thought I'm gonna you know whip out my moleskin
0: not like. even so much that a little of that but okay. but more like, uh, like like elaborate kind of designs and
1: drawings. Yeah. Um, yeah with and the it, whole, the, the comprehensive artist kind of thing. Yeah.
0: I, and I really did make some pretty cool things uh, incorporating different kind of uh, Christian uh, symbols and iconography and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I just, it was something that, that never was like natural for me, you know? It didn't where take, you, yeah. 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 Now, you, you must have done that with something in your life where you're like, oh, oh sure. I like that persona. I'm going to adopt it. And then at some point,
1: like, this is just a pain in the butt. I know I've mentioned this before, but I, I did it with like caring about politics. For yeah, okay, yeah. And that didn't take; it wasn't real. I did it with uh, owning a used Volvo, like an old, you know, vintage like <laughs> Volvo. Yes. I thought I was going to be that guy, but then I, I realized you had to like be a fan of the Indigo Girls and probably <laughs> be a, a a woman and a lesbian to pull off that persona. So, I
0: don't, General Colin Powell. Fixes up old Volvos and drives them around, and that guy. Dude, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, that's that's like his. I, I know this because I did a, a some kind of report on him in like sixth grade, and I remember thinking, me? oh, that's really cool.
1: That is really cool.
0: Wow. Yeah, but once you're like the four star general, the the Indigo Girls, uh, yeah, you like can do whatever you want.
1: stereotypes
0: no longer apply. But.
1: absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, and I'm trying to think of other things that I've done that with. Those are probably the 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 two kind of biggest ones, but. So, at what point did you realize you weren't moleskin journal guy? Oh, you know,
0: like two weeks after I got it, and yeah. I kept you know forgetting it places, and and yeah. it was it was just another thing to carry around.
1: Well, and then you realize that like when you're a working writer, when you're an actual like writer who's being paid, like anything significant, you know, goes into your computer anyway. You know what I mean? Like you're not like, oh, I'll jot it down in my moleskin, and then six months later, I'll I'll type it into a document. Like I I think you're you're just writing those things probably as you go. but um,
0: Yeah, and I'm more of just like a talk-it-into-my-palm-pilot guy, if I have a good idea.
1: Yeah, so your palm has a recording device on it. Yeah. Fascinating. Man.
0: I I was going through some of the old newsletter articles that I wrote yeah. uh, some time ago looking uh-huh. for, I'm going to be honest, anything yeah. I could recycle and, and kind of like, update and republish. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, there was one... It was just from like 2005, and it was talking about uh, my Palm Pilot and all the things that it replaced. Okay. How it replaced like a journal and a yeah. calendar and a computer yeah. and a uh, tape recorder, <laughs> like <laughs> alarm clock, and how it saved all this room uh, by just being like a rather chunky piece of yeah. uh, plastic metal and, and glass that I slid into my pocket. And it was it's <laughs> funny how quickly something could seem so quaint and old-timey. Yeah. which originally yeah. had seemed so kind of space-aged and plasticky and Absolutely. Amazing.
1: Dude, speaking of things that are quaint and old-timey now but but which you now own. Um can you give us an update on the bag phone? Has any uh have any calls been made from it, or has any uh, progress uh, happened in that area? I'm afraid
0: life? I've had a, uh, a crazy week involving surprise funerals and such, so I, I yeah. haven't had any time to devote to the to Project Bagphone, but mm. it's it's still on the back burner.
1: I'm disappointed. I mean, I, I just want to be <laughs> I want to be forthright in my feelings. I don't want to conceal anything from you, you know, because as business partners, I I feel like we need to be open with one another in that way. But right.
0: Also, there's there's the fact that. Um, the one major barrier between me and really diving into uh, this project is yeah. I have kind of this vague like visual image in my mind of me like with like one of those kind of eye shades for like welding and stuff. <laughs> okay. Like, down like in like kind of a dark place with like a like a soldering gun and there's like sparks and I'm and I'm doing something to the bag <laughs> phone that makes it so that I can use it to make phone calls. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, I can see it, but yeah. I don't know what that guy in my in my mind is doing at all. Yeah, in the and, in the
1: image, yeah, you don't. So know what I could guys- open
0: it up and I could start soldering things, but I don't think it would help
1: at all. No, this is this is interesting. Do you? So am I hearing you correctly in that you have soldering equipment?
0: Oh, of course, yeah. I've, I've got the soldering gun. I just wouldn't know what <laughs> you know which circuitry
1: to to begin Dude, uh, fooling is, with. This is such news to me. I didn't know you had a soldering gun. Well, of course I feel- you got a soldering gun. You don't. No, I wish, I wish we'd soldered something together. <laughs> Don't you? Well, hey, this July, man, maybe we can do that. Summer of soldering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I love it. Man, let me ask you something.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to, uh, I've been getting, I, you know how I go through kind of phases where I'm really into something, and then I'll yeah. just forget about it, and then I'll be into something else, and then I'll come yeah. back around and be into the first thing again? Yeah. I've been listening to tons of podcasts again okay and uh, one of them is the happy rant uh, and okay. I caught all the way back up okay and I've noticed... still listen to that thing huh yeah I, I know you don't but no <laughs> <laughs> but I do still Okay. and uh, I've noticed that since El left there's no gut check with Ted anymore
1: no there isn't man that's a that's a uh, conceit that's just been abandoned by the by the program and it was not something that we I don't know. It's not something that, as a as a team, we talked about. Uh, I feel like it just it just kind of got left by the wayside. Man. Well, and I wondered uh, if
0: we should uh, kind of take it up at some point. You and, know, we could do
1: that. I think we could feel um, all the freedom in the world to to co opt that if we wanted to. You know,
0: re co opt if you will,
1: re co opt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. To kind of redeem by to reclaim. I feel yeah, like to rec- reclaiming.
0: It'll be vintage, kind of hipster it's a,
1: reclaimed tr- material. <laughs> We're pod, we're podcast reclaimers. It's a you know? it's a
0: recla- it's a podcast made of reclaimed materials. Oh <laughs> exactly. my gosh, that's amazing!
1: Oh dude, yes, that has to be the title for this week's episode. You know? Okay, <laughs> reclaimed podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So you you uh, you liked got Check with uh, with Ted Clark. I
0: did. Yeah. That was that was a fun time because uh, you, it was he always chose things that you he knew <laughs> you would have really very little opinion on. Yeah. And then yeah. he would he would pose them to you in a way where he was like, all right, well what about Yeah, yeah. What about, you know, Rick Santorum? And you'd be like, I don't I don't yeah. care.
1: Who's he play for? Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> if you could just as a as a radio professional yourself on a different podcast, do you want to give some notes or give your give your assessment of the uh, the happy rant at this point?
0: Oh, I don't know if I if I'm qualified to
1: to speak <laughs> to that. Oh no, don't don't talk like that, baby. Of course you are.
0: Well, you know, I I think that uh, finally you guys seem at home in the new three-man dynamic. Yeah. Sans El Trogues. Yeah. And by that I mean finally it seems like each of the three people is speaking about a third of the time. Yeah. Because for a while there, as everyone was kind of finding their groove, it seemed like more like one of the people was speaking like seven-eighths of the time and the other eighth was split – between the other two people. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, which I didn't like that crap at all. Yeah. Um but but now I I I find it to be more kind of equitable and and uh yeah, Dude, kind of You're conscious.
1: right. I th- I think we've uh, we've we've reached a, a point of you know kind of equality or as close as we're going to get to it on uh, on that show. So
0: And and it's interesting to have uh I, I did like Altrogi's uh perspective and and his his uh, way about him which i yeah. found to be funny because you were kind of foils for each other and then we barnabas were. was kind of mediating in the middle and it was it was very mm. fun dynamic but yeah. now i mean he and barnabas had very similar views on things and very came mm. coming from a very similar and now you've got three distinct perspectives and personality types and stuff it's yeah. it's interesting i, I like yeah. it yeah I, I mean i wouldn't listen to it if i didn't like it
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, you were about to, to explain something else that you're listening to.
0: Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm onto a uh, I'm onto a really cool new one. Uh, it's not all that new. It's about as old I think as our our podcast. Uh, been oh. around for a year, year and a half. Um, but I'm just getting into it. Called these go to eleven. Have you heard of this one?
1: I've not. No. What's it, the What's the premise there?
0: It's a a pastor, I think, and uh, and his staff member or something. But they talk about. Uh, I started listening to it because there was one. Um, where they talked about whether Breaking Bad was the greatest show ever, okay. Which, of course, the answer is yes, and and but the fact that there was uh you know a, a dish podcast talking about that was really interesting to me. And oh, then yeah. the next
1: episode they had a guest. Uh, in So the these are reformy type guys, okay. Yeah. yeah. What uh, what kind of backgrounds do you know?
0: Um, I don't know. They, they seem to be kind of uh, standard, like uh, cigar smoking. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty cool, uh, but but not. You know, but kind of hamstrung by the fact that I'm a reformed pastor, so not too cool. Kind of, right? You know, right. They, they they seemed like guys I'd want to hang out with. Which is, if, for for me, if I wouldn't want to hang out with you, I definitely don't want to sit there and listen to you talk because yeah. that's the worst part of hanging out with anybody, right? Oh,
1: absolutely, yeah.
0: <laughs> and the, what what the funny thing is, they have this this character they've created, okay, called the Reverend James King, okay, from the James King King James Bible Church or something. Okay, and, and and it's just the host affecting like this voice, and they'll have these like angry, like vitriol-filled voicemails that this guy has supposedly left that they will play about whoever they're they're having on as a guest that week. Yeah, and it is hysterical. The the, the, the uh, kind of tongue-in-cheek stuff. It, it's very very funny. Um, you should check that out if you if you ever. Dude, what's the name of this thing? It's called These Go to Eleven, which obviously you know the reference there.
1: Please go to 11. I'm looking it up right now. Matt. It's a
0: eleven. It's one one podcast dot com is the, oh, the okay. website, and, and, and you know, spinal tap reference plus Reform podcast. You that's your you know that's your game to lose there. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and the other thing is missionalware is, is one of their new sponsors. Okay. Which uh, made me think, oh, they should be pretty good because I know of some great podcasts for whom that has been the case. But then right. guess who their other podcast uh, sponsor was? Ooh. Olive tree. Olive tr- Olive Tree to, is is you know my my celebrity feud.
1: Yes, that's right. Man. And by celebrity,
0: so the- I mean guy who talks into his computer and a <laughs> company that does Bible software.
1: So these guys cozied up to uh, to Olive Tree, man. Maybe they saw an opportunity when we were at odds with Olive Tree. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he made he made the claim. Yeah. I know you can't afford
0: all of this stuff at once, but they allow you to build a library, and it never goes away.
1: Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah, it actually does. Yeah, exactly. Olive exactly. tree. Dude, I want to see these guys, man. Is there is there a picture on them here?
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen one that, of what huh. they look like. But, I mean, they, they've had uh, El Trogues on. They've had uh, a lot of the same people that that, that uh, uh, they've had Joe Thorne, people that we've, we have kind of have in our circles. And so I thought it was uh, important that I at least hear a couple, and then I binged through most of them.
1: Huh, interesting. A little They're more not a serious than AI our though, stuff. Okay? but What's that? They're not as funny as we are, though, correct? Oh, no. Heavens no. 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 Yeah, I, I just... Okay, good. Yeah, good to hear you say that. <laughs> now, speaking of, um, how's your uh, how's your little project with trogues coming along?
0: Oh, you know, the first chapter of the book uh, came out this past week.
1: Okay. So and you and when you say came out, where uh, where can people get that?
0: Theblazingcenter.com. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and here's the thing, it, it, the last two things I've submitted there have, have never gotten up onto the, the kind of carousel graphics thing at the top that yeah. shows you the featured posts. Yeah. You got to scroll down a little bit and find it in the recent posts.
1: Yeah, okay, I'm scrolling down. Out of Sardis chapter one. There it is. Now
0: open that up and there's a new graphic there, which is a slightly different than the one that I showed you before. Yeah. Blow that up to full size and, and just give me a response to that.
1: I'm viewing it. It's the one with, uh like the jesus statue with a tank top that says cool logo yeah. <laughs> and a recycling bin with like a cross and a chalice in it yeah. and a, a a giant lollipop <laughs> subtle and then subtle yeah, it's very subtle and then and this is a subtle thing too um, in place of where the pillars on the building should be, there's a like a, a bar graph from a business They're going up and up and up, going uh-huh. up and up and up. Uh, yeah, the implication there being that your profits are going up and up and up, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and your you know your your market share and your your yes. influence, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: And then of course, falling throughout the the picture is confetti, confetti. yeah, so.
1: confetti of all kinds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i love it that's uh that's good stuff
0: i've had a pretty good response to that i think that it's one of those things where th- you've read the the first chapter that i wrote was really yeah. uh kind of authentic
1: and you know yeah
0: here's my here's my uh festering wound of my soul right um and people love that
1: they do yeah but, they love the festering wound of the soul man you can't go wrong with that
0: I, i'll have to keep uh consciously trying to keep that uh on the radar as I get into the more theological and practical stuff because people yeah. sometimes don't love that as much.
1: Yeah, the more miserable you can be on the page, the the happier they will be. So take it from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Until you get some uh jerkwad who
1: gets in there and
0: says, "Oh, why are you whining in a book called Finding dude, God in the Dark?" Dude, yeah, there's
1: always the there's always the guy who levels the whining accusation for any memoir. Ted,
0: I got to tell you I <laughs> I created, and this is this is probably immoral, um, and I did you know what, it. I'm this just, is
1: the place to get it off your chest, though, man. Let the healing begin.
0: I created a new Amazon page. This was back before they tightened this down. Okay. Uh, a new, new Amazon user uh, yeah. profile uh, so that I could get in there anonymously.
1: And, like, destroy these people.
0: I savaged a guy who wrote oh, a one-star oh. review of, oh, what was it?
1: I think it was. I think it was finding God in the dark. Dude, really? You can't. You came to my defense in that oh, way. Of course, that's, dude. That's really. Uh, that's really touching. Seriously. All kidding aside, I appreciate that.
0: And I did it in like in like a like Sue kind of guy's head on the the, the curb, kind of yeah, sp- smashing his head. But I mean, Sue I mean, from I'm a nice guy. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, Sue from Swingers. So if people aren't familiar with that reference, Sue is a guy who uh, who's super tough and gotten a lot of fights, but he's a he's a really nice guy. Yeah.
0: Boy named Sue. Um but but uh you know, you gotta do that every once in a while because when you read things where people whine about someone being whiny. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I know that Turk has this whole thing about um someone on the internet is always wrong and a big man will just keep walking.
1: But when yeah. it's it's not just someone That's who's wrong, Turk's it's thing? someone Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Why <laughs> no, suss that out a minute. <laughs> No, I'm not going to suss
0: it. Dude, when I heard Turk's voice on the retrospective last week, it, it made, made me realize, yeah, yeah, we haven't talked to him and since we started doing this, um, you know, long distance, we haven't yeah. looped him in at all.
1: No, we haven't. We need to do that, man. I don't think let's, we've had
0: anybody else on, have we? Cuz it's, uh, so... yeah, it's
1: always so Yeah, it's always so like technologically hit or miss here in our in our uh respective studios. But let's let's covenant to have uh to have Kirk on next or Kirk. I said Kirk, Kirk Cameron, Kirk. yeah. Kirk Cameron, yeah. Let's have them both. Turk and Kirk. That'd be a great And in lieu of getting Kirk Cameron, you know, which is which is still up in the air. I haven't heard a yes or a no, we'll we'll definitely get Frank Turk. <laughs> How about that? I was thinking the other way around.
0: Um, if yeah, we can't yeah. get Turk, you know, if there's we can't always get Kirk Turk, Cameron.
1: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll downgrade to Kirk Cameron. For Let's sure. do
0: this. Let's say I'm not sure that, that Turkish is even listening anymore. That makes me sad, but continue. So here's the test. Uh-huh. Turkish Tweet us about this so that we can or, or email us so that we can get a time.
1: Zach, can I hearken back to something that was nice? Harken <laughs> like, away, man. A time in our life that was that was nicer than this time. <laughs> okay. It was a time in our life where I would wake up Saturday morning and I would log into my email and I would find that Turk had been walking his dog and listening yeah. to our podcast and, and live emailing us through it.
0: Yes, he would He would like give us live show notes from his his phone. He would, and,
1: I, and so I'd have like 15 emails with like, you know, a half a sentence in each one, like, <laughs> Rachel the Held Evans, ha! You know, and <laughs> dot, 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 and then some reference to like the energy drink that we were drinking and... Man, those were good times, Zach. They were simpler times is the thing. You know did
0: he, did he do that with the rant as well or just with uh No,
1: only with uh only with our program. Oh Turkish. Yeah. Only with our program. And I miss that. I missed that level of uh I guess interaction with, with us. You know Well it's
0: easy to let, you know, the long distance friendship uh kind of atrophy.
1: It is. But with but see, we've always been long distance with Turk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't so, know. We used to because we used to be able to go and see him uh, at the yeah, Detroit, in Detroit, Detroit airport. When he every would, once yeah, in a while. he would
1: have his his layovers in the Detroit airport. We could we could easily connect in that. Turkish, yeah. we miss you. We do, we do. Zach, what else do we have on uh, on on the docket today, my friend?
0: Well, one thing I wanted to tell you, I've been spending much of my week uh, when not doing uh, funerals. Yeah. Uh, I've been working on creating a new church website. Okay. How's that going um, for you? It's going great, actually. I, okay. I just had a sudden realization mm-hmm. that the church website that's actually still up right now for my church is just crazy 90s. Yeah. Um, and, like, I remember when when people, when I first came to the church, like, almost 11 years ago, people would say, Oh, I found your church through your website. What a great website. And, and uh, kind of had continually thought, yeah, we got a great website. But uh, without... Factoring in the fact that a decade had come and gone, and we still had the same <laughs> website, yeah. So it's formatted, you know, for the smaller squarish monitors, you know, the yeah. old four three or whatever it was, yeah, yeah. Um, and and the there's buttons that are very kind of three uh, D, and they change mm-hmm. when you hover over them, and and it's just very, it's it's kind of the same sort of layout as the Gut Check website, yeah, but yeah. without the charm of this is intentionally outdated.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So I wondered, I was going to ask you, what are your thoughts on, and I know you don't spend a crap ton of time on church yeah. websites, but if you were going to go check out some church websites, what would you, A, want to see, and what would be yeah. you know a, on your list, and B, what would really turn you off or make you laugh or scoff at, at the
1: church for, <laughs> for either Dude, this is great. being this is outdated
0: really... or trying and failing?
1: Yeah, you know what? I would rather a website be, here's the thing, I would rather a website be outdated and functional uh-huh. I e and navigable and clear than to try too hard and fail. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. So so yeah. I mean I I think, I, and I know you're going to err on the side of like, you know, just clarity and, and usability. And, uh-huh. Yeah, usability. Absolutely. You're you're not going to do the sad sort of attempt at a really fabulous church website. And 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 I think for me, like my own personal angst vis-a-vis church websites, it has more to do with like the kind of persona shaping that the pastor tries to do. So, you know, <laughs> the, the sort of uh hipster glamor shot and the, the trying too hard to be clever bio, um, you know, that, that's all stuff that you're not going to do. So, um, so I think you'll be fine there. But speaking of websites, I'm actually, uh, I had some, some new hipster photos taken of myself by a, a photo student here on campus. And, um, some some students have agreed to revamp my own author website. So,
0: oh, yours yours needs a full reboot, I think.
1: Dude, it does. Yeah, because and, and it was
0: Moody Publishers put that together for Hello, I Love You, and the like way they did it, they, they left ago. such little room to to change it up.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think it's getting a full reboot, man. One of the uh, one of the PR classes is taking it on. So that's awesome. That's it great. is awesome. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, and this guy took some really great pictures. So hopefully uh, hopefully soon we'll have all that all that stuff rolling.
0: Oh hey do me a favor and have them like dropbox me the pictures and I can absolutely. put some of them up for like your cover photo on Facebook and stuff
1: absolutely man we'll do so um back to your website though when when do you uh, anticipate launching this new site
0: uh, hopefully next week if you want to have a little look at it you can see I'm working on it now under the okay. surface it's uh if you go to churchlansing.com
1: okay I'm going there right now slash sure. yeah
0: index two. <laughs> HTML. That's because if you just go to churchlancing.com, it'll send you immediately to the 90s website. Dude, there is it first. is, man. What do you think of that?
1: That's really cool.
0: It'll work also on a uh, phone or a smaller device um, it, it, rather than also... Dude, you know, I'll
1: tell you what I love about it, man. Just right off the bat, that shade of blue. Yeah, yeah. That's isn't really that, striking. Isn't that man. pleasing? It's so pleasing. Yeah, it's really, really pleasing. Um, yeah, really clear. Everything's uh, very... Easy to navigate. I'm just going to click. Now the the major
0: question is: Is it trying to make my church look cooler than my church is? I um, don't like it when 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 churches do that with their website.
1: I don't think it is, man. Okay. Let me uh, let me just scroll through here a bit. No, I don't think it does.
0: Good, good. Yeah, good. I think
1: it's really straightforward. It looks good. I love it.
0: All right. Well, that that's good to get some affirmation there. Anything else that that I should make sure I avoid? Like I mean, what would make you laugh out loud if you were went onto a church <laughs> website and and encountered, you know,
1: let's look at some funny
0: websites. Um I, I looked some... at 100,000 of them uh, while well, trying to come up with the the ideal layout for this one. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Yeah. Maddie Chan, man, his uh his church website, if you go to like Thevillagechurch.com or whatever, slash Matt, Pastor Matt or, or whatever yeah. the page is for him. It yeah. turns into like the 8x10 glossy uh, with a portfolio and like all the media. It's like his personal website
1: is a like a writer on the church website. Dude, yeah, I'm seeing that right now, man. I thought
0: that it was a little odd. That kind of struck a me a bit much, as, isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. it's a bit much.
0: Although it, maybe it's just simply saving... Resources and saying why have it two websites be. when one would work, but
1: well, and maybe just acknowledging like, hey, we do have a famous pastor, and you're probably like coming here to read about him or mm-hmm. whatever. So. I mean, it
0: doesn't make me think any less of him. That guy's incredible, but I thought that was kind of funny. That like if if someone who is slightly less famous did something like that, it would come off as really douchey.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what? Let's look at um, who are some other funny pastors. <laughs> Well, dude, who's the guy with a hair gel? You know what I'm talking about? The 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 mega church guy with like the, the Are you talking about Furtick? Furtick. The guy who now has like a
0: like twenty-three inch neck because he's gotten into CrossFit or whatever and he's
1: Oh, he totally strikes me as a CrossFit guy. Yeah, yeah. That,
0: dude, if that... there was
1: ever a CrossFit guy, it's that guy. I'm gonna bring that up too. He's at uh Elevation. Eleva- <laughs> Elevation. Of course, which is totally a church name, Elevation. you know. Elevation I could go to First Baptist or First Presbyterian or Elevation.
0: Dude, I'll tell you what, in the in our first book for, for Gut Check Press, Kind of Christianity, there's a church name generator, and one yeah. of the things is choose the title
1: of a U2 song. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what they did. They did, dude. They did. A U2 song. <laughs> yes. Well, they're all crappy, but okay. So I clicked on elevationchurch.org. Uh-huh. And it starts with a wide shot of what looks like Furtick. In a like a jean jacket and work boots, like rapping, and it looks like he has a hat on at like a cockeyed angle. <laughs> Hold on, I'm this? going there. Hold on, I'm, I'm bringing it up. And then it zooms in closer, and as it turns out, that's his hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a big I've helmet of hair that's all like akimbo. It you does, know what it I mean? It looks
0: like he's rapping, but I think he's just sort of
1: yelling. He's yelling. He's shout preaching. Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh! What the world? Then off to one side, you've got like the the awkward band, like waiting yeah. for their cue,
1: dude. And it's got like half his chest showing too. What, what do, also do you think made it? him
0: go from being all kind of like willowy and and withery to being like uh, roided out like that?
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna click on about. Maybe we can get some more pictures of him.
0: Functional faith, dude. That that guy's theology makes oh. me way more nervous than. Almost anyone's. Yeah, there's it's it's just enough, you know, just close enough. He remember when Matt Chandler went to his Code Orange revival and spoke? Yeah, and then they they like didn't include it in the rebroadcast. Uh huh. <laughs> it was so punk rock.
1: Dude, I'm looking at uh, leadership. Okay, so the 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 picture of him and his lady. That's pretty pretty standard. You get to know the team. You get to know the team and that.
0: Uh, having like everything have to move like there's no still images i yeah. don't like that in a website i know that it it's it, makes weird. it look like more
1: there's all these crowd shots of people like going nuts and like laughing like ah, ha,
0: ha, ha. oh his know? wife is uh cute she looks like like a, a very pleasant person like her smile doesn't look i expected to have like a very kind of
1: dude a very like lost practiced, practiced you know uh yeah kind of kind of look to her
0: you know what? Even when I look at that picture of those two people, they look—they look like they look like very friendly people. Dude, aren't like we the that, most horrible that's a good, people in the world
1: pick. for like deconstructing the way someone's wife looks? Isn't that <laughs> awful of us?
0: No, we—we we said she looks like a nice lady. That's no—I no, know it was a
1: compliment, but it could have gone the other way. If, if she hadn't looked like a nice lady. I know? don't think
0: we would have said it though. I, I think we would have—we would have just kind of thought it.
1: No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I want to. I want to see a list of Furtick's books, man.
0: And look at he's he's got it. He's got it separated. Visit StephenFurtick is on his thing Dude, here, and, and, and that, I've listen. got that on mine too. It says, you know, Pastor Zach also writes books. Click here if you want to learn more about his, that. Um, so that'll give you a list of his books. I, I think th- that the Elevation Church logo is kind of money, where it's just the, the oh, yeah. circle with the kind of like contr- like. Shift you know what it looks six. like it looks
1: like the kind of logo you would find on like a. The backpack of a guy who does lots of hiking, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes! Like, hey, I got my Elevation backpack, it's Gore-Tex, you know? <laughs> it weighs a third of an ounce, so I got a I lot of gear in actually here. Actually, can fold it out into a tent. Yeah, it becomes a tent and a sleeping bag and, you know, it's, it can survive gunshots. Dude, his personal
0: site is actually pretty well done, man. That's pretty money.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not bad, is it?
0: Episodes? Does this guy have a podcast? Oh, I hope so.
1: <laughs> Hang on. Stand by. Oh, it's video. Yeah.
0: It's like a it's like a video, video episodes. Yeah.
1: These are these are just snippets of talks and sermons.
0: You can see the the uh the evolution of him though. Go down to the bottom and like beating burnout. Look at him there. No yeah, beard, that's like... like like very little muscle mass, and then by the time you get to the lower left hand corner he's like Goliath.
1: Dude, beating burnout is like um in sync circa two thousand one. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: And then he and says then, bye 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 to that iteration
1: yeah. of himself. And the and the current version is like uh Chuck Liddell version circa two thousand one. It's minus I mean?
0: the cauliflower ear.
1: Yeah, yeah, like like I could kill you. Dude, what's... <laughs> What's that thing he's holding in his hand in that video? I think it's like a like a donut hole on a
0: on a toothpick. Maybe like he was a just dessert, hungry. It's a piece of Dude, dessert. The guy's actually got to eat like three thousand calories a day just to maintain muscle mass. So. Dude, yeah,
1: he's got to eat a little bit during his sermons. You know, <laughs> <Just to laughs> stoke up the metabolism. <laughs> now I wonder if he's ever done like a like a super crossfitty thing, like uh, like flipping a tire or something as a sermon illustration.
0: Oh yeah, you know, you know, in, I don't I don't have a real beef with the the kind of object lesson on stage to keep somebody's attention once yeah. in a while, if it really makes the point. Right. But people who like do that kind of thing and, and they feel the need to keep one upping cause they do it all the time. Yeah. To me, that is, that is to preaching like what, <laughs> what like author houses to, to publishing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. just like a, a, the cheapest possible version. Um, but still somehow making bank with it.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Well, baby, this has been uh, this has been fun. And I I don't think you you run the risk of, you know, any of these these things on your own website. Although if you do start doing CrossFit, I think you should probably have a a blog on your church website so that people can make they can keep up to date on like how many tires you are flipping and like, you know, what kind of heavy rocks you moved that day or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Dude, I have been so
0: freaking sedentary for this whole winter. I feel Have like I'm really? gonna die of like a, I feel like I'm just gonna get gout, you know, just just some gout. kind of. Uh, I don't like, know what like, that is,
1: but it seems like a sedentary person's thing.
0: I think it's when when like the fats you eat because you barely move, they like go down to your big toe and make it like rupture or something. Like, wow, that I feel like awful. I need to get outside a little bit and do something. It's yeah. it's gorgeous here today.
1: Dude, you should say t- you should uh, ride your bike today. Yeah, as should you. I should, and I, I probably will. Actually, all kidding aside, I'll probably go home and do that real soon.
0: Well, man, we probably ought to uh, bring this, this blessing to a close and, and uh, have a little Brides Magazine action.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, let me open that document. You can cut this out if you want. Uh... It is,
0: of course, still Gut Check Literacy Month, as it has been for now 17 weeks. <laughs> and,
1: uh, it's been a good month.
0: Chapter or 18, This is the 18th week. Chapter 17 is what we're reading today. And, and, Ted, this, of course, is the one that I wrote the first half, and you wrote the second half, and there's the one common element connecting them. This is really one of the, the more uh, kind of developed and, and yeah. layered chapters yeah. in in the book Reraptured.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is a favorite for sure. So uh, why don't we do this? Why don't you read your part, and I'll read uh, I'll read my part.
0: That's an idea, man. All yeah, right.
1: it, it really is. It, it took me a while to think through that, but... Um, <laughs> so i come in after the section break is that is that it yeah i think so okay so yeah your part is longer but uh okay.
0: yeah all right here we go bride's magazine chapter 17 sylvia flips through a copy of bride's magazine she's been a faithful subscriber since her senior year of high school even then she knew it was odd for a young woman with her heart set on espionage to fantasize about her (laughs) wedding but so what she was complicated she told herself Through her teens and college years, the fantasies grew more and more elaborate as she was sure the big day was right around the proverbial corner. But it never happened. All the guys at the conservative Christian college she attended were too Nancy to marry. She had rejected 16 suitors in a row for wanting to have a, quote, DTR, which stands for defining the relationship, talk, in the car, on the way to their first date. She wanted a strong, spiritual, understanding-but-sometimes-just-tell-you-how-it's-going-to-be type man, and there were none to be found on the Indiana campus. Indiana campus. And, Ted, I must assume, then, that you and Sylvia didn't go to to Taylor at the same time.
1: No, man, we just missed each other.
0: (laughs) (laughs) After college, of course, the constant travel overseas for the agency, always secretive with a cover ID and an umbrella of plausible deniability, made meeting a stable man almost impossible. And now she wiles the days away, deep underground, manning a booth in a fake shopping mall while her biological clock thunders on. She sometimes wonders if she's wasted her life. Sure, she killed 17 Saddam Hussein lookalikes in the late 90s and early aughties more than anyone else in her field office, but what good does that do now? The real Saddam is dead, and so is her love life, along with her prospects of having a family. Oh. (laughs) Maybe that's why she continues to sort of string Reginald along. She knows it's probably wrong, but she just can't help herself. The guy's been falling all over her since college, and despite his drinking, his obsessions with 90s gangsta rap, his massive codependency issues, and the even more massive height difference, Reggie is the closest she's ever come to having a relationship with the kind of reliable, romantic man she's always imagined waiting for her at the end of the aisle. Also, for a number of years, while he was a CIA asset, she was his handler, which gave the whole thing a sort of forbidden excitement. Mm. She flips a page in the magazine and sees a photo spread of Ted Strongbow, shirtless. Something's weird about the pose he's affecting, and it only takes Sylvia a moment to identify it. The quarterback is awkwardly holding his elbows up and together in order to obscure his nipples. (laughs) She remembers an interview in which Strongbow defended the photo to as many conservative fans based on the non-presence of nipples in the shot. The ad itself is for a new website, www.strongbow, that's (laughs) B-E-A-U, dot tv the headline reads looking for a strong bow look no further <laughs> sylvia bites her lip thoughtfully she's considered logging on to this dating site more than a few times but no she can't too much risk for a woman working in her field besides what were the odds she'd wind up with a man like strongbow pretty much nil
1: we don't pay you to read magazines do we Hm
0: <laughs> sylvia ejects an annoyed sigh She can feel the wormy presence of the booth's assistant manager, Darren, uncomfortably close behind her. Darren. (laughs) She stands straight and turns to face him. Her heels give her a slight height advantage, which she savors, tilting her head a bit so she can look down her nose at him, but then realizing this means that he can see up her nose, which is nobody's idea of a power pose. It's a slow day, Darren, she says, consciously leeching all charisma from her voice. Give me a break. She hates this little man, who has never seen a day's work in the field, never passed a marksmanship test, never felt the satisfaction of stitching up a knife wound using dental floss and a paperclip while hiding (laughs) out on an enemy gunship. Darren breathes loudly. He has a slight nasal whistle, which draws (laughs) Sylvia's rage to the surface.
1: Have you cleaned out the invisible ink vat and refreshed the encryption keys? He asks in a
0: way that makes it clear he knows she hasn't. An equally undesirable man, wearing an ill-fitting cheap suit and a layer of flop sweat, sidles up to the counter on the other side.
1: Excuse me. He says. I need some service. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm doing there? <laughs> exactly kind of.
0: what you're doing. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> Sylvia... <laughs> Sylvia keeps her <laughs> Sylvia keeps her back to the man. No, Darren, I haven't. And I'm not going to. You are, because you're a little bureaucrat minion and I'm a trained killer, and I've got something more important to do, and it involves saving the world. Hello. <laughs> Flop Sweat says, knocking on the counter.
1: Brandon Altrogi, FBI. Can I get a little service here? You're not going anywhere, Darren says, with a very and-that's-that tone. You're going to help this gentleman from the FBI, and then you're going to get to work on that invisible ink vat. And don't think I haven't noticed how little you're pushing our loyalty punch card. <laughs> and if you don't raise your transaction conversion rate, you're going to have a pretty abysmal review next month. Believe you, m- The reason Darren doesn't <laughs> finish that sentence is because Sylvia is pushing on a pressure
0: point in his neck. With very little force, she brings him to his knees. As the look of indignation in his eyes melts away into a confused panic, she feels a part of herself coming back from a deep, long sleep. She cracks the palm of her other hand into the assistant manager's temple, knocking him out cold. Great, then. (laughs) (laughs) The FBI agent is droning?
1: Now, if you're done with that, maybe you can get me a... Ah! <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> <coughs> run, Sylvia says, a playful smile pulling at her lips. She gives the man's pinky finger an extra little twist. Run, or you're next. She lets him go, lets him run away. Then she says, maybe to herself, maybe to the surveillance devices embedded in every surface, I'm taking a personal day. Believe it.
1: Ooh, nice. Section break. Lewis Ironsides occasionally does really thoughtful things for his daughter, Carol Ann. And by occasionally, I mean this one time, where he bought her a copy of Bride's Magazine in order to get her excited for her wedding day, which is today. Carol Ann lifts the magazine, which is typically quite heavy because it usually runs around 400 pages, but has been lightened considerably by the fact that Ironsides tore out all of the pages containing content that he found sexually suggestive. Now it feels like a pamphlet. Carol Ann feels the rough, bony hand of Edith running up her spine as she zips close the special wedding jumper that her mother wore on her own wedding day. (laughs) Imagine the most modest wedding dress you can imagine, and then imagine that dress if it were made of off-white burlap, and that's what Carol Ann's dress looks like. Edith wipes away a tear because she momentarily reflects on the fact that she's been married and divorced six times, and her current (laughs) boyfriend is doing time in a Nebraska prison for a series of gas station stick-ups. Love is a complicated thing. (laughs) Carol Ann always dreamed of an outdoor wedding, and as it turns out, she'll have one, although sadly there will be no friends in attendance because, also sadly, she has no friends. (laughs) Edith will be walking her down the aisle because her father will be co-officiating the wedding with Jim Townsend. Townsend asserted that because they are co-signers on New Nebraska slash Catan LLC, they should also be partners in the wedding, which struck Ironsides as somewhat homoerotic, although he didn't voice this concern out loud. Tad Townsend opens the wedding ceremony by unsheathing an arrow and shooting an apple. See Freud field day (laughs) off the podium at the front of the lawn, which elicits an ooh from the crowd. And by the crowd, I mean both mothers who have been up since 4 a.m. cooking, cleaning, and setting up the ceremony in the reception, while Townsend and Ironsides played an endless round of settlers, which they always refer to as research. <laughs> Townsend presses play on an old tape deck, bringing to life the opening strains of Butterfly Kisses by Bob Carlisle, which Tad Townsend finds odd because he has never had a kiss, butterfly or otherwise. <laughs> the mother's stand and Carol Ann makes her way down the aisle with Edith. Both women honestly look radiant <laughs> look radiant dot 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 for them. <laughs> <laughs> ah. When Ironsides opens the little binder containing his notes for the wedding, a small but elegant envelope with a red wax seal tumbles out. Van Shrimpy, he mutters under his breath, squatting awkwardly in order to retrieve the letter and tear it open. <laughs> he reads it quickly as Carol Ann approaches. Dear Reverend Ironsides I don't mean to interrupt you on your special day. Actually, I do. And I'm interrupting to tell you that despite your best efforts to recolonize Nebraska with only people of your theological persuasion, you'll never be able to fully protect your daughter. What I mean in plain speak is that I'm coming for her. It's all happening. Yes. (laughs) Also, I left a gift on the gift table. Full disclosure, it's a soup (laughs) tureen. I've never been very good at surprises, except this one. And by this one, I mean what's about to happen to you. Sincerely, the Reverend Dr. Tim Van Shrimpy. Carol Ann first notices the red dot on her father's lapel and lets a few moments go by without saying anything. She'll feel very guilty about this later because what then unfolds is a scenario in which Reginald Faustus dives at Lewis Ironsides in order to save him from the oncoming bullet. But because he's so small... He fails to budge the reverend from his place. Ironsides, because he is a former high school football star who still identifies with that part of his life, always refuses to be tackled, regardless of the situation. (laughs) Faustus just strains sadly against the bulk of Ironsides' thigh. Ironsides is undeterred in his meditation on how marriage is, quote, a melding of theological perspectives in which the woman theoretically leaves her family and cleaves to her new husband who is still primarily led in all things business and domestic by his new father-in-law. <laughs> the bullet rips through the corsage on his lapel and a small splash of blood dapples the off-white burlap on Carol Ann's dress. Someone screams. Section break. Because Ironsize refuses to be covered by traditional health insurance and is instead a part of an obscure evangelical medical <laughs> sharing plan, he must be lifted by a helicopter to Denver where he'll be treated at the Honorable Philip Yancey Hospital, which is in the basement of the Dynex Lifeway Excellence <laughs> and Christian Publishing Kilometer High Stadium. It's where the Denver Values play. Carol thinks it's ironic that her first time riding in a helicopter happens under these circumstances. She also thinks, conveniently, that she'll finally get to meet Duke Morrison this way. Oh
0: my gosh. That, that chapter
1: the- couldn't be better. It really couldn't, could it? That was a fun one, Zach. <laughs>
0: Dude, those those uh, evangelical medical sharing plans must have been all uh, in the news about a year and three months ago when we wrote this.
1: Yeah, they really must have. You know, we, we unwittingly uh, did them a great service by, <laughs> you know, kind of shedding light on what it is that they're doing.
0: So now so. is everybody going to be at the uh, stadium?
1: I believe so, I think. Except um, for uh,
0: uh, Loyola.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I think I think most things are converging on the stadium right now, so... It's been a, it's been a little while, but full
0: disclosure, it's a soup Soup tureen. Why is that so funny?
1: You know, because Van Shrimpy, for all his bluster and bravado, I mean, he's a he's a really good guy to get those kids a soup tureen. You know, he was very thoughtful. (laughs) He went to Mervin's or wherever they were registered and got them nice soup (laughs) tureen
0: before coming for her.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly, (laughs) and then before shooting the other guy, (laughs) or was it him? That's the question. That's the que- that, And you know what? That's what all great novelists do. They leave some things unanswered. Not because they were careless and because they were doing it hastily, but because <laughs> they were being coy and mysterious. This one
0: we didn't write hastily, man. No, we didn't. I, I liked how this, I thought, was a a decent model for writing a novel quickly. Yeah. Was, uh, in, like, not losing your momentum. Was We wrote the whole thing just bam, 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 bam without knowing what was going to happen next. Right. And then in this kind of re-release of it, we went back and, and replacing some chapters, smoothed everything over so that it looked like the whole plot had been nicely planned from the very beginning. We were allowed exactly. to do a little foreshadowing and, and exactly. lose some plot holes. Not all of yep. them, but some yep. of them. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: You know, some plot holes, uh, we, we
1: get rid of some plot holes. We keep, yeah. <laughs> certain people keep their plot holes, certain people don't. <laughs> we, we do sometimes.
0: I don't, you know, some people don't like Reraptured. I don't have to like some some people. So yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Well, if you do like Reraptured, um, you should go to Amazon.com and get yourself a copy. You should splurge. You should uh, you should pamper yourself a bit. Um, it's very cheap. Uh, Zach, I don't know right off the top of my head how much it is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say less than five dollars is what we're looking at.
0: Um, I think we set it at seven seventy seven.
1: Okay, so like I said, but it's seven seventy-seven.
0: I think it might be less than five dollars because I think Amazon might have lowered the price. Well, it's five ninety-nine right now.
1: Five ninety-nine. There you go. Less than six dollars, <laughs> like you said. Less like than I $6. said, less than six dollars. You can own your very own copy of Raptured, and by copy, it will be on whatever digital reading device you prefer. So. Um, there you go. That's all I'm going to say about that, Zach, because you know what? I don't like to self-promote. Yeah, that's no. This...
0: That's that's the last thing that this podcast that's... would ever be about.
1: The last thing I would ever do is is read some of my own writing out loud week after week and then laugh about how clever it is.
0: <laughs> and then tell you to buy it even though I just read it to you for free. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. I would never do that. I would well, never read here. Who would? Yeah, who would? Exactly. Well, Zach, we have wandered to and fro, my friend. and uh... Hither
0: and thither, baby. Hither
1: and thither. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a voice that I did during the <laughs> reading. How about this, too? Folks, we've wandered to and fro, and we will see you next time. <laughs>
0: Which the yeah. edge